This podcast is built on the idea that good is all around us and we can be a part of it in big and small ways. I couldn't be more excited to share more about Lindsay Sitkoff and Matt Windsor, two incredibly kind, talented real estate agents in the DMV, DC, Maryland, and Virginia. If you listen to this podcast, chances are you believe in evolving and growing. And why not work with two people that believe just the same? Lindsay and Matt walk you through from the inkling of finding your next home to signing the final documents and then doing it all over again. They make the process seamless and dare I say fun. Please head to lindsayandmatt.com, L-Y-N-D-S-I-A-N-D-M-A-T-T.com to learn more about this duo and head to the show notes to reach out. Mention my name, Catherine from the Your Good News Podcast sent you there. Hi, and welcome to the Your Good News Podcast with me, your host, Catherine Getty. Each Thursday, I'll give you the scoop on the good news coming out of Washington and how you can get involved with this thing called democracy. Welcome back to another episode of the Your Good News Podcast. If you are a frequent listener, welcome back. And if this is your first time, welcome to the Your Good News Podcast, where we as I said before, dive into all things good in the U.S. government. I know, shocking. And in this week, if you're listening in real time, the election is less than three weeks away. And one of the big questions that remain is, at a federal level, who will be in control of the House? So which party will be in control of the House? And which party will control the Senate? And that question, those questions, will dominate the news cycle for the next three weeks. So buckle up. And in an effort... To keep it current, I wanted to kind of roll the what's happening in Washington, what good is happening in Washington, as well as how do you engage with our U.S. government more fully in a different way than maybe you have in the past. I wanted to do a history lesson of how have political debates in the U.S., where do they start, how have they change, evolved? And then also, how can you watch them in real time now or go back to some that may have happened in the last couple of weeks and have a better understanding of where the candidates lie on issues that are really important to you? So debates as we experience them now are quite different from their humble beginnings. And prior to the 1850s, presidential and state and House candidates really allowed their supporters to run their campaigns, which for me, who's been involved in politics for nearly 10 years, is a very foreign concept because it's typically driven by staff that are dedicated to just running a campaign. So the idea of having folks just willy-nilly say what they thought you believed in as a candidate, I think I would be really worried about. But anyways, you know, in the 1850s, they really started to change. And I think the seminal moment is a Senate debate, and it's actually a series of Senate debates in 1856 in Illinois for Senate between Stephen A. Douglas and none other than Abraham Lincoln. These oratorical contests required the two candidates to speak for a total of three hours from doing this math, right? So the first candidate talked for an hour, so the opening candidate, followed by a one-and-a-half-hour response from the other candidate, and then a half half hour closing by the opening speaker. So yes, that is three hours. Can you even imagine paying attention? I think we all as as humans have evolved to have shorter time for 
shorter attention spans and that three-hour debate is crazy to me, but hey, it worked. Anyways, fast forward. Debates then became kind of ingrained in the process, not only in Senate candidates, also House races, and then you really start them to, to pick up speed with presidential races. In the 1940s, radio really had um, was the means by which a lot of people got their information, as we all have can can harken back to from history class. And so there were a lot of radio debates. Then you think about the 60s. And the 60s is really where TV was starting to come on. And the advent of a television debate was really foreign for a lot of candidates. You look back to the 1960 debate between John F. Kennedy and Richard Nixon. Kennedy wore makeup, seemed really comfortable with the format. Richard Nixon looked kind of clammy and uncomfortable and felt very stilted. And so that had to be a new trait that as it's As we've gone on from the 60s, candidates know they're going to be on TV. So we now see in 2022, debates have the opportunity to kind of shape opinion. And if you're a candidate, there's a few different buckets of things you're trying to do. You're trying to persuade undecided voters. You're trying to reaffirm your voters. And you're also trying to maybe persuade some of the voters for your your political rival lack of a better term, to come to your side maybe. And I think that debates really give a longer form opportunity than the 30-second or one-minute ads to share your side. You can also have a better comparison against, hey, this person feels X about inflation, Roe v. Wade, insert topic, And then you have a better comparison against. It's definitely something for me, and maybe I'm just a political nerd, where I find it to be really helpful. I look at not only the campaign's websites, I'll read news releases or things that they're putting out there, but I also think it's important to see how do they treat their political rival? Do they name call? Do they stick to the issues? Do they have pithy one-liners? Are they really deep into the policy? And for each voter, what's important is going to be a little bit different. How they feel, how that candidate feels about insert issue is going to be a little bit different. But I think debates, even though there are lots of amazing things that we can do this fall, is something I really encourage you to get engaged with. So how do you engage with it? I think the first thing to do is similar to registering to vote, go to your local board of elections and understand which races are up. House races happen every two years, so that's pretty regular. That will be happening this year. But your senator or your senators, plural, could be up this cycle. It's very rare that they are in the same year, but that does happen. So go ahead and check and figure out, okay, which senator is going to be up? And then you can start to Google senator so-and-so or candidate so-and-so debate. Look for your local PBS television stations or your local news stations, your local papers, and try to find some information. Not only do you need to look forward, but also look back. Look back to maybe in the primary when they're only with their candidates in the same party. Are they going pretty far to the left or to the right? Are they saying things you don't agree with and have now kind of changed it? It is definitely something we pay attention to or I pay attention to. And I think just 
looking at the local board of elections, understanding who's up, starting to Google which races maybe have a debate soon or have had a debate and start to watch them. Make it fun. Invite friends over. I know you're all, maybe you're rolling your eyes. Maybe you think it's a really great idea like I do. And make it fun. Make being a part of the political process fun because it is so important that we are engaged. It is so important that we continue or we start to send people to Washington that align with our values and what we hope to see in our country. Before we wrap for today, I would really like to call out Simple Civics, which is a whole host of education on WFYI. It's out of Indiana. Dr. Terry Jett, who is an associate professor of political science and a special assistant to the provost for diversity and inclusivity at Butler University, leads the Simple Civics. They are short videos. I utilize the Simple Civics as a little bit of a refresher on some of those dates that I was a little confused about or didn't even realize had happened. And all the topics are very similar to what you're going to hear on the Your Good News podcast, breaking down our U.S. government, how can you get engaged? And so I just applaud the work that they are doing over there. Dr. Terry Jett, kudos to you. And I will add the page that I looked at in the show notes for you to review. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you again for joining the Your Good News podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe. So weekly an episode will be where you stream podcasts. Also leave a review. It helps this little engine that could grow and it means so much to me. Also share with someone you know. As the elections come near, anyone over 18 likely will be voting. So send this over to them. It's quick and easy and it's fun to learn about the U.S. government. Also engage with me on Instagram. I'm at Catherine Getty and I would love to hear your feedback not only on this week's episode, previous episodes, or what you would be interested in the future. And as always, tune in next week to another episode of the Your Good News Podcast.